Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is a podcast from Minute Media. podcast june the 22nd 2022 starting off here uh hot hot 6 22 haven't podcasted in quite a while right now it's just tyler and i kenneth is supposed to come on soon he is uh watching the arkansas razorbacks pay baseball you couldn't pay me enough money to watch Can arkansas we stop play with baseball already? i lo- first of all i got you on google uh photo or what do I got Google meet right now. And all I got is bare chest and a Patriots robe right now. And a boxer, oh, yeah. just, a boxer just watching you drink out of a cup. Just so happy looking at you. Oh my I got a little gin going. I got a half a sausage in front of me. We're having a good night. That's a perfect North shore night. A gin, gin and tonic. We going G and T on a Wednesday. I don't go. No, I don't drink tonic. I'm drinking gin and soda. I don't even know if that, is that even a drink? What's a gin and soda? It's that, very similar to gin and tonic without the sugar. We're trying to go keto over here, Tone. Gin and tonic is my go-to wedding drink. I'll have, I'll have 11, 12, 13 of them at a, at a wedding. Especially if that bar's open, your boy is slinging them. Gin's a nice time. It's nice, smooth. You can have one, two. You feel nice. Ladies don't love a gin. I love a gin. I go all night. I, fuck, I literally turn up. I become John Travolta in Saturday Night Fever. 
I all night I'm dancing. My I go unbuttoned as you are right now. I'm all the way to the belly button by 8 p.m. at during during the uh like the snack hour before like like the wedding actually starts. I'm fucking already unbuttoned all the way. Oh yeah, cocktail. I'm already unbuttoned to the pants. Tim calls, it, Tim calls it snack time. Yes. Snack time. I'm, I, I'm as much trash as you could possibly be. I, I was like, is this snack? This is snack hour, right? We got snack hour. Yeah, we doing, we doing snacks? <laughs> I love snack time. It is. I went to a good snack time wedding one time where they had a, uh, obviously it was a, a ritzy wedding, and they had like one section was like literally Asians serving you Chinese food and real Italians giving you Italian food. And then, uh, like, a oh, McDonald's. Great. It was all types of shit. It was uh, one of the better snack times I've ever had at a wedding. But what you been up to? I've been to Italy now, so I'm so much more Italian than I was before. I can't stop Duolingoing now. I'm the Duolingo king. Hey, once you get stuck on Duolingo, it is a good time. Yeah, I accidentally paid for the year. I was, like, on, yeah, I was on Super Duolingo. I was like, you got 15 days free, and then one day I just got a bill for $88. Like, what the fuck? So I guess I'm learning Italian now. It's the same as Audible, where you're like, well, if I cancel this account, I'm an asshole for not. What am I going to just, I'm just going to tell myself I don't want to listen to a book. (laughs) I I got into Audible for like a month. I was like, what? This sucks. I listen, Fahrenheit, what did I do? No, like the the fancy, yeah, I think, no, what's the, uh, the, the, the book that everyone says is like, uh, you uh, and Conti's are all Da Vinci Code. No, I, I watch the movies if I can. No, George Orwell. What's that book? The famous one. 1984. Yeah, that Animal one. Farm. So I listened to that. I was like, this is fucking shit. I, I'd much rather watch The Wire again or Peaky Blinders again. By the way, I, we can't you know, finish it because, of course, you haven't finished it. So I went has, all the way through. I mean, I don't want to get too too deep on Orwell, but he has a, a book called The Road to Wigman's Pair where he was basically like 20 years old, walked across uh, Ireland poor. And then he had another book about how he fought in the Spanish uh, Revolution. They, I don't even know. If that's a biography, I have no idea. I don't even know. Yeah, he was, he was just a soldier. He's a real, that, he was really a soldier? Yeah, he just, he, would just, he just decided to join the socialists in a war that they lost. Yeah, I'm a complete moron. I have no idea. He, he could have existed in the 1600s. If you told me he existed in the 1600s, I'd be like, yep, that sounds right. Uh yeah, I I did Audible for like that book. I did like Rich Dad Poor Dad trying to get smart about money and I was like I can't. I'm it's done. Classic. I'm just going to die no. here. I'm just going to die yeah. with 0 dollars. <laughs> yep. I'm trying to buy, I have to go buy a car and they're telling me the prices. I'm like there's no way. There's no possible Why way. You buy a car. My lease is up in like July 4th, so I have to either extend that lease or or no, and no, buy no. it or lease another car. And leasing is, like, higher than buying a car right now. A little financial fun fact. But if you buy the lease you have, you can turn around and sell that immediately and make seven grand. Yeah. Yeah, you could. But they're going to give me – so whatever. They're going to give me, like, five grand for the lease, and maybe I get six grand for it, and I have to bust my balls trying to buy it. I've been trying to sell it. Why don't you buy the car you have? The least. Eh, I don't want to get into it, the nitty gritty of it, but the wife doesn't like it anymore. I'm going Asian. I'm going Asian now. I'm gone. I'm gone off fucking American fucking cars. I can't (laughs) handle it anymore. I was, listen, I was. Actually, none of it mattered until it was, well, Ann actually hates the car. Yeah, well, that's part of it. But it's. 
it's an extra ten grand. Well, but the window. Look, listen. Does go down. Slow. I'm fucking. I'm significantly downsizing my car because she hates this car so much. I'm like, I can't. You can't battle it. You, there's only so long you can battle. And like, you know what I mean? Like, she drives every day. She's like, I hate this car. I'm like, yes, but we're gonna have a smaller car because I can't afford a brand new giant car. So she's like, okay. Well, I was like, fine. I mean, the kids aren't gonna wear seatbelts in this car because there's no way they're fitting. I love how you both, you guys are both playing the game of chicken where she goes, yeah, whatever. And you're like, wait, like, she's like, but you're just going to buy a nice car. I know you are. No, I fucking <laughs> absolutely. Like, oh, I'll... No, I lost. I'm, I bought the highest, I am buying the highest quality Asian midsize SUV you can get. Instead of buying like a medium range giant SUV, I'm getting a RAV4. No, I'm getting the Hyundai Santa Fe, which is a terrible name, and I hate saying it. Don't sleep on Hyundai. Hyundai's made a big turn lately. Listen, it's a hundred. It's a ten-year, hundred thousand. I sound like Ernie Bach Jr. It's a ten-year, hundred thousand mile warranty. Fucking thing is soup, souped up. It's like a fucking Benz inside. You should see all the fucking things you got. If you try to get a Jeep for the same price as this, I mean, I don't even know if you'd have to put it together probably yourself. And, pe- and pedal it like the Flintstones. There's no way you can get all the bells and whistles in an American car. I don't understand how they bring it from fucking Korea to the United States, and it's cheaper and way better than American cars. Here's a... I'm going to let you we really a fucking, secret. Ever since that assembly line, by the way, Tyler, we've really been fucking just coasting. Here's a little secret. Uh, Hyundai, Toyota, Nissan... Any actually foreign car is actually assembled in America. I thought that was just common knowledge. At well, a lot of them. I are. didn't really think. I didn't think you really thought it was made in a different country. Still, oh, they might be assembled. I mean, they're engineered and like designed. Yeah, 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 yeah sure. And I'm sure they're assembled in Mexico. And uh, there's fucking yeah. There, there's like too. eleven. There's like eleven plants in the United States, and every car you get from them is three hundred fifty thousand dollars. A Ford F-150, you can get Detroit made, where you could like five years ago before uh, before they like increased the taxes on all of them. They all moved to Mexico again. I don't know what happened. My 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 truck's falling apart. This is going nowhere. Where are we going? It's going everywhere. I first of all, I can't believe you're a black truck guy. I've seen you out and about. I, I guess I never thought about what you drove. But you never caught me as a black truck guy. Black pickup truck I- guy is a guy in an affliction T-shirt. That tries to fight yeah. at every bar. That... Yeah, no, for sure. And what do you carry in that? Yeah, what do you put in the truck bed? Soup? Things. <laughs> a lot of things that go in the truck bed. I got a ladder in there. <laughs> for what? Of, you can put some stuff. You, you can move a nice washer in the back of the truck. It you like to be the guy. Uh... But now you've, you've put yourself into the situation where you have to help people move. Like the truck's small enough where you can't really move anything good. No, you can come over and move the futon, and that's about it. Yeah, it's like I can small bookcases, little things. We go like, hey, can you help me move a couch? It's like, well, no, this is truck too small. <laughs> we can probably get it in the Hyundai. Um, it was also all I could afford at the time. So uh, bl- I, I get my eye on a nice uh, Chevy Silverado. That's that's. Ooh, I that's I'm. Getting, circling the drains right now you can't even imagine i was i'm literally living the 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 episode of of um the office with scott's tots where he's like i thought i'd be a millionaire by the time i was 30 uh 
Maybe by the time I was maybe by the time I was forty, but when I was forty, I had le- even less money than I did when I was thirty. That's what I feel like. <laughs> that's what I feel like right now. I don't know why where it's going. I know they keep saying inflation's a big deal, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't really know what inflation is either. Like, like the only thing I actually ever noticed was gas, but I don't think that's inflation. But yeah, I've seen gas. I understand that. I so like Nina. Nina's doing well. Nina's making a little, little scratch, you know. She's good. She's got a nice little paycheck coming in, and she just got a back pay bonus from the union because they finally settled their whole negotiation. Beefs. I is... had to pay for dinner that night. <laughs> she got a bonus buddy. check. I haven't even gotten a lunch out of it. No. Like all her money gets saved away. I got nothing. You gotta lock I that up. Everything. Uh-oh. I got no. She sees every little penny. I'm like, I'm completely broke. <laughs> just falling apart. <laughs> you gotta get that. You gotta get that dual bank account ASAP. The oh, Arkansas we... Razorbacks won, oh, boys. boys. Okay. They won. Base is loaded. No outs. They got three. We... Outs. We're playing tomorrow. We're playing tomorrow. Go to the Natty. KP, we were just in a big talk about family finances. It was really <laughs> we haven't family talked family about family anything. finances are really easy when your parents just put money in your account, boys. That Real is nice. Oh yeah. KP is literally 30 years old and he's <laughs> he still watches college baseball. I've never seen an inning of college baseball. Well, Any you team. Should, you should start. You should I used start to watch tomorrow. the Massachusetts Massachusetts Mad Dogs. Are they in college? Do they play in college? Know. I know they I played Frazier Field and Lynn. No clue. But anyways, back to your finances, Hogs boys. Congratulations <laughs> to the Hogs. Woo pig. Go Woo pig. Also, Wait, so Tyler, who's it playing and what's going on? They have Ole Miss, and if they win tomorrow, they go to the national championship and play Oklahoma. I can't focus. What is Tyler wearing? He's he's gold chest now. He looks like Dirk Diggler. It's unbelievable. Is that what you wore to the open? That's beautiful. Oh, uh, the boys. We didn't even talk about the open. How about Tyler was working the open in the back in the back Where assembling sandwiches? <laughs> Tyler was whipping a- up salads. Uh, I was a real. They they put me real down. It, I felt like I got in the Titanic and they like wet me up in the in the good spot. Like I was in the press conferences for like a little <laughs> bit with like chairs in with the rich people, and then instantly I was behind that chain gate and the, as the water came in. They just weren't Back down me with up. the Irishman doing the Irish jig on top of tables. I'm still holding out for a paycheck, so I uh, I I think I might be getting paid. No, I also to? think like most most of the pictures we got, you were just not working. You were just in the mix watching the tournament. Yeah, I was enjoying you know, himself. That's part of it. It's like part of it uh, as a worker was to make sure everyone had a good time, exactly. including the people in the grandstands. And were what better s- way to show them a good time with a few beers? Yeah, were you going through <laughs> some beverages? Did you pay for drinks, or were you just going behind the bar? Uh, so I got whatever. Fuck it. Uh. I, I don't think they're going to so be I listening. In, I don't think I'm anybody's listening to this. <laughs> I'm bartending uh, for about like an hour and a half. I'm in uh, this nice suite on 13th Green. You can overlook it. You can see the 14th Fairway. You know, it's it's pretty nice. Um, the that Brady's house. They're like, they're like, hey, we're making like three, four hundred bucks a day. Like it's it's been great. Like blah blah. blah. But you couldn't fit three people behind the bar physically. Yeah. So it was like this is weird. Like they were here all week, and I just got added. I also had the wrong shirt. Like they set it was a set. <laughs> the maroon and so about, shirt. An hour and a half in, the guy who's like kind of running it, which this guy was, he's like, "All right, come with me." And I'm like, "All right, like what's going on?" He's like, "I just need you for a second. We go down here." He goes, 
I'm going to put you here for a little bit. And he gives me a knife and a bunch of heirloom carrots <laughs> to cut it. <laughs> and I'm on carrot duty for about an hour. Now, the same guy, has he's coming down. He's cracking a bottle of Jameson. He's taking swigs out of the bottle of Jameson. Wow. At one point, we have this, like, this, like, this young, hot blonde girl who's kind of, like, running the kitchen. And he, like, he's like, all right, like, she's going to be in charge. She had, like, a weird name that I couldn't, like – ramen or something like she was it was it was something weird so are you sure she was a she yeah she she was not judge she's very she she was hot uh (laughs) so he's taking shots of whiskey and there's like music playing this is a 11 30 he's coming down he'll like dance and like starts like trying to like dance with her and then he's like touching her awkwardly at one point like cutting something with both her hands and she had, like, these two pieces of hair that came, like, over her face, kind of over her eyes. And the guy took the hair and wrapped it around his finger. Uh, and his, I was like, all oh, class. What an like, unbelievable move. <laughs> he's, like, 19. I'm like, I looked at him. I'm like, well, that's weird, right? And she goes, looks over, like, had a horrified face, like, I hope he doesn't look at me. And then just went right down, back down to what she was doing. <laughs> She's like, and so... It was. I was cutting carrots a little bit, getting some veggie plate, and I'm like, "What's the deal? Like, what am I going back in the bar?" He's like, "Don't worry about that, right?" I'm like, <laughs> "Don't worry about the bar. Going. You're good on carrots. You're more carrot." Then guy. I look over. There's about a pile of dishes that you couldn't even see the sink. I didn't even really know there was a sink behind the dishes at this point. And he starts doing dishes. He's like, "All right, we're gonna do a rotation." And I'm like, "This is not good. I'm gonna get stuck on dish duty." Yeah. In, at the U.S. So I just. Uh, I just waited, maneuvered around, and then uh, put a put a case of beer to the side, and then as soon as he wasn't paying attention, grabbed a case of beer, snuck out, and uh, I love it. My girlfriend's dad and her brother were at the open, so I just met up with them. Is that a thirty rack of beers and just enjoyed yourself <laughs> for free? It was Probably. a. It's a four pack of whale's tail, but either way, yeah, we had same a thing. <laughs> I'd say you earned it. You earned it. Fuck that. Yeah. Can we tell? A... We tell the good story. So my brother Dominic, uh, the youngest of the boys, was uh, he's he's now become a world class um, bartender in in Boston. He was begging me. Obviously, he suckered Tyler and my cousin in to being bartenders at the U.S. Open, and my other brother was going to do it, and I was mildly interested, and I was just like, I'm not doing it. It's Father's Day weekend. I'm going to just get drunk by myself and not do anything. So anyway, all, a lot of my friends were going. And um, so Saturday, I believe, they go – or no, maybe Friday they go in or Saturday, whatever. I say, Dom, what, where are you working? Um, a lot of my friends are going to want to come by and see you, probably get free drinks and shit. He's like, well, it was the 13th green till I got fired last night. I was like, how the fuck do you get fired at the easiest job on the planet? Tyler's not even doing it, and he's getting paid. So he, he handed me a story that I, I can tell is a lie. Tyler, you back me up on this. You let me know if it's a lie or not. He told me he took a break and an 18-year-old, specifically said 18, which I think is uh, smart on his part. But um, he said an 18-year-old started pouring himself drinks, and then he got caught, and they fired him. Yeah, so John... Went to as any good son would. Yeah. Went to the merch tent to pick Gina up a couple items. <laughs> a nice them. U.S. Open hat, a commemorative pin. Oh, you know, enjoy he's yourself. Just doing God just bless. As, as a nice son, you know. He's thinking about his mother, so he's like, "I'm going to go to the merch tent." 
You guys watch the bar for a little bit. Not much going on. You know, yeah. it's a Thursday. Uh, when he comes back, there's four security guards. <laughs> half half <laughs> the kids were in handcuffs. <laughs> Zip tied handcuffs. And he goes, uh, can I talk to you for a second? <laughs> so Dom got dragged out. Apparently what yeah, apparently what happened was the kids were just rifling down booze. As soon that. as he left, it was like Was he the only guy in there? Guys. He was the only person in the tent? No, it it's like like people can kind of come and go in the tent, so they'll like walk around the course. So it's yeah. like it wasn't like sometimes people are in the tent, other times they're not. So I think there was no one in there. He left, came back, everyone was there, and eighteen year olds were trying to make drinks in there and Awesome. The people who bought like the tent for probably like hundred and twenty grand were like, Yeah, we're <laughs> not putting up with this guy. <laughs> like we're not putting up with eighteen year olds bartending. Like, what the fuck is going on? And Dom was uh I thought he was cru- think- see the way I th- I told it was in my head is he was cruising and he was set he was pouring drinks to eighteen year olds. <laughs> what do they call that when oh, teachers in- teachers indoctrinate students? Grooming. Grooming, he yeah. Grooming. So I think he was gro- I had it as he was grooming these young eighteen year olds with beverages. Here, let me make you a Shirley yeah. Temple. All the new things he makes, like at his new restaurant. He's- I mean when we walked out so we went to the orientation and we went to the chorus, we got our parking passes or our, our badges. And we're waiting in line, and Dom, like, every single person there was just an 18 year old, like, college boy in sweatpants. Dom's like, I, this is the greatest job I've ever had in my life. <laughs> this isn't for me. <laughs> Tyler's like, like, this isn't for me. <laughs> I mean, there's also 18 year old girls they were with. Are you guys going to um, play tennis? <laughs> oh, man. Should we talk was, about the Patriots yeah. at all, or should we just only talk about. Nonsense, I Tyler. Feel like we should at least mention we should mention the red jerseys and how big it is that I have a red Judon jersey bought by Tony. Oh, you did get the red Judon jersey. You got September Judon. September Judon. I do. I... He'll look sweet. We're gonna in the get red him November this year. Anybody it's with dreads is gonna look have. good. Fucking Duggar. <laughs> Duggar is gonna be. Fl- he's gonna be making noise in the red jerseys. On that's a lock. Laying, laying hammer Ramondre. hits with his dreads flying. So I love it. Ramondre, Ramondre is he just went to four three speed. That's just in the red. You are four much three. faster in the red. That's science. Mac Jones's arm's gonna be a bullet to Kendrick Bourne. I loved the uh, the release video today. The Back to the Future release video, too good. Loved it. It was pretty do you cool. Think, uh, do you think Mac needs to go Brady Flow? Like with, I don't know if Mac could pull off Brady, Brady Flow. Uh, Matt Brady's, can pull off whatever he wants. He's my Brady's guy. California cool. Yeah, you know, Brady's a different beast. He's a I mean, you know, he was kind of a middle class kid. I think Mac Jones, I think, is like a like a prep school star. You know what I mean? He's he's a he's a side part till the till the day he dies. Well, isn't he from Florida? Isn't yeah, he Florida like, trash? He's not Florida trash. He's like he's like country club Florida. Nah, yeah, I no, think he's I like grew it. up on on, TP, on TPC courses. I think he's that kind of Florida. He was yeah. He was like a model. Like he didn't. He wasn't in like. I think he grew up in Jacksonville, but I don't think he was in like Duval. You know what I mean? Like hanging in the trenches. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was just hanging out on the 18th green, the ninth green at nine. But at the his, end of the day, it's Jacksonville. Like, yeah, I mean, it's not great. You got you got not- Fred Durst, Leonard Skinnerd. Who else is, is Lynn Skinner from Jacksonville? They from I think so. And uh Yes. You know, well Lynn Skinner, I mean, they gotta be number two behind Limp Biscuit, but 
I mean, that's a pretty oh, good. And, and Mac Jones. And Mac Jones. Got Mac Jones. That's true. That's one. You see, his his girlfriend's picture was making the rounds today. It's a big hit. All the Patriots fans, like, she was, like, in a bikini on a boat or something. And um, all the Patriots fans just soared into her DMs and into her Instagram were just saying how awesome Mac Jones was. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. I mean, she, nobody's looking at her. She, she's people are she's so, the first queen. Mac wasn't in the picture, but they were just like, Mac Jones is number one. Mac's a baller. <laughs> she looked like a, a certified 10. Giselle is so far in the past. I'm over Brady. I mean, I'm telling you right now, you're going to defend Gronk in his second retirement. He will I be don't back by defend week 10. it. I'm over it now. Oh, my God. I'm over week it. Ten, week 10, when Brady calls him, week 100%. 10, and he's like, hey, man, hey, man, we really need you. Like, can, how about you come back? He's going to come back. They're going to win another Super Bowl. And then, then Brady will ride off into the sunset. I have no doubt that he's doing the same. Listen, I said it on Twitter the other day that I was going to stop my conspiracy theories because Gronk retired, but I don't think he's retired for real. Like, even his agent was like, oh, yeah, Tom will call and he'll come play again. But I think what's yeah. going to happen is he's not going to play this year, and then Brady's going to go to Miami next year, and then Gronk's going to come back and play in Miami. It's like all a you cycle really Brady, to get. You really think he's going to Miami? You genuinely, I don't think he is now because Peyton said no. Well, he said no last year. Why wouldn't he go next year? I think Sean Payton's like over. If Sean Payton's going to turn down $115 million. No, they didn't turn it down. Like the minute they were going to do it, uh, what's his name? Uh, Flores sued them and said that like they were hiring white people over him. Yeah, but I mean. He was tanking games. Do you you hire Sean Payton over over Brian Flores? Not while Brian Flores is the coach and Sean Payton is a coach. And also Flores was a good coach. But fucking he's, he's, Sean Payton's a great coach. Yeah, okay. If you have Tom Brady, anybody's a good coach, by the way. Fucking dummy just won the Super Bowl with him, and now this other idiot's going to win a Super Bowl with him. Two guys that can't do shit. I mean, yeah. He made Bruce Arians a Hall of Famer. I don't think he's a Hall of Famer, but yeah. he's. I don't know. Does one Super Bowl win get you in the Hall of Fame? Maybe. I don't know. Is, I mean, his record is going to be is ridiculous. It's bad, isn't it? I thought it was good. I mean, he was okay with Indianapolis. He really was had like one year in Arizona that was good. He and he had one bad year with Tampa, and then Brady came right. So he's got to. He's probably circling five hundred with a Super Bowl win. I mean, if Tom Coughlin's not going to go in the Hall of Fame, there's no way Bruce Arians going in. Tom Coughlin's immediately going to the Hall of Fame. What are you talking about? He's he's been retired well more than five years or whatever it is. Yeah, he's going to make it. Coach, yeah. Hey, so do we talk about Devontae Parker? Must have because he no, we got we him before re- the draft. Yeah, yeah we- he's an electric. We haven't recorded. He that's a great pick, and I love that he's wearing eleven. I think that's great for grit. Yeah, you need eleven is a grit number. I mean, he's going to be. I mean, Mac Jones and him are loving each other. Max in OTAs, he's showing him where to go. He's showing him how to run the routes. I love that Mac has become a vocal leader. By the way, but like I get, we still don't have that like. That stud, that's like, you know, we have no one that you're going to basically like pencil into the Pro Bowl preseason. But Julian Edelman never made the Pro Bowl. Can we discuss that? Julian Edelman never made it. Wait, I mean, never? Like, not once. Not once. That's a a ridiculous regular season numbers. He never never put up, he never put up great numbers. He was an 80 catch guy and he was like 900 yards and then went over 100 yards and 1,000 yards. Like three times, he's Julian Edelman. He's yeah. making the Pro Bowl. 
Yeah, he's fine. But he's fine. Like, he's fine. He a thousand yards, a hundred catches. If that's Marvin Harrison, people are literally drooling. They're gonna, yeah, they're gonna. The touchdown about, numbers uh, people about, go nuts for. I definitely think we're sleeping on Ty Montgomery. That's like a bigger Cordero. That's what that is right there, boys. That's all. I don't think he's gonna make the team. Ty Montgomery is at best a special teams player if he's lucky. I gotta sleep on him all day. The Patriots I'm for also concerned. Like we have like Kendrick Bourne. We have uh, Devontae Parker, the two tight ends, James White. I can't Mike. stress his you comeback enough. Yeah, we know. The man, the hipless man. You just can't – you just you want him to be great again. I just don't see it. Listen. And so, I think we have – he was great last year. This team is I'm, the but depth. But I think we have a decent offense. Like, we're kind of solid everywhere. Their depth at receiver and tight end is, like, better than it's been since – Probably 2016. The depth is crazy. You got Devontae Parker. I'm almost there. Aguilar. Go ahead. (laughs) Listen, they got Devontae Parker, Aguilar, one and two. You got Kendrick Bourne in the slot. Uh, Roger Aguilar gives you anything this year, which I don't think he's going to. But if Aguilar gives you a decent year, like that's now in Jacoby Myers, and now we have a good, we have a good little. Aguilar only needs to give you 600 yards, maybe 500, a couple touchdowns. Parker's going to be a touchdown guy, the red zone guy. Hunter Henry and and they got rid of the the fullback because they want to get Jonu Smith involved. They literally just got rid of it. So now they're going to get Jonu Smith involved. You add in Tyquan Thornton, who I think is going to take. I'm also not convinced he's not going to be a Hall of Famer yet. I mean, I haven't seen play, but I know who that is. I love this this podcast so much. The kid that ran the kid that ran the four two, you clown. They got him in the. He was their second round pick, and they like they drafted him over like five other receivers. Everyone loved because he ran a four two, and we needed some speed. I'm not convinced he's not a Hall of Famer. I'm not convinced yet. I've least, never seen – I don't think I've ever seen straight line speed convert to Patriots offense other than Randy Moss. Like, I, I can't name one. Um, yeah, you know what Randy Moss is? Randy oh, Moss is a Hall He figured Randy it Moss out. Him, out of, him amongst the 300 other guys that ran 4-4 or below have done nothing. I don't know how fast Dion Branch was, but he wasn't that fast. And uh, – who else is there? Bethel Johnson was like the speed guy. Brandon Tate was a speed guy. Uh, Dobson, Boyce, all those guys were like four three guys and couldn't figure it out. You just name great any, players. You know, studs. Concern about like if you listen around sports radio, they can only talk about who's calling the plays. But is there any concern about that for you? Who's calling yeah, the play? Yeah, I guess yeah, you've there's, got there's two guys. <laughs> Somebody should be doing it. I mean, they have two guys that have never done it before. They have Joe Judge, who was a head coach, but before that was a special teams coach. And then they have uh, Patricia, who was a head coach, but before that was a defensive coordinator. And he's, like, also doing the offensive line. So what I really think is happening is Bill Belichick is going to be the offensive coordinator. But here's what, like, the outside, like, I don't think people fully, like, Belichick is completely involved in everything all the time. You think like, oh, if Belichick's going to be involved in the offense, like how's he going to be involved in defense? Belichick was completely involved in the offense and in the defense all the time every fucking year he's been here. 
But I like, agree, do you think? But I think, think that he's he, calling plays. You think Bill's in the mix calling plays? Because I don't. No, I, mean, I don't Bill think he was heavily involved in the script and how the game's going to go. Yes. I, yes, but yeah, there was a difference like because when there's somebody he trusts, like Flores or Patricia or McDaniel's, he steps away from it. You know what I mean? And then he sprinkles in where he needs to sprinkle. Like in 2000 and uh, I think six, they didn't have an offensive coordinator. And basically uh, he was the offensive coordinator with like McDaniel's as his assistant. And then same thing when they did that with like the last few years with uh, defensive coordinators. There's still no defensive coordinator. He, Belichick's doing both of those. But now he's got to do offense and defense. Basically teach fucking Joe Judge and Matt Patricia an offense that they're going to recreate together because they're not going to run the, the McDaniels offense because they don't have a fullback anymore. So there's going to be something completely different. Mac Jones is in his second year, and the defense is going to be completely different because they don't have fucking Hightower. So they got, they're trying to get more speed on defense, and they're going to try and play that differently. So they're trying to recreate. What's making me nervous is they're recreating both sides of the ball 20 fucking two years into existence of the team. You know what yeah, I mean? But what, yeah, but like, what, if, what are they what if really we just go? What if we just full go like Nick Saban just gave Bill Belichick the playbook and was like, "Let's start here with Mac Jones. We'll start here, and then you do what you need. Let's just start there." I don't know. I think it's going to be a lot of the Patriots' offense, like the fucking, you know, the read-based offense runs up the middle on the third but, in the running. But I think they're going to give them a lot more RPOs, a lot more like tight end shit. Like screens and fucking just getting Jonu Smith the ball in space. You know, for some reason, McDaniels couldn't figure that out. Like, every time he touched the ball, he would get like 11 yards if he caught it. But, like, they never got it to him down the field. Him and Mac Jones couldn't get on the same page. Hunter Henry and him and, like, Kendrick Bourne were the only two guys who were really on the same page. And we also forgot Jacoby Myers, who uh, re signed. Um, Fantastic. Honestly, I think Jacoby Myers is going to lose his job to Trey Nixon just because I'm hot on Trey Nixon right now. But you've been hot on. I also, I also think we haven't mentioned Pierre Strong. I think he's going to get some PT. I don't know. He that was inexplicable to me. People were bullshit about the two gu- the guard Cole Strange we took in the first over uh, first pick. Which whatever. I'm so like Bel- Bill Belichick's hit rate on interior offensive linemen is like ninety nine percent. So. If he wants to but, take that yeah, guy in the yeah, first round, me, he's going to be fucking Mankin slash Hannah. I'm positive. There was a couple incidences where, like, people were like, oh, like, we were hoping to get him here. We were hoping to get him there. Like, we would have loved it if they fell to us. Yeah. It's like, yeah, everyone would love if a great player fell to them in the third round. That would be awesome. Yeah. But then everyone else was like, oh, yeah, he probably would have got went, went in, like, ten more picks. So it wasn't that big. Like, people freaked out that they reach on him. It's like. I think he's fine. I think he's going to be fine. He's going to be fine. They did the exact same thing with Logan Mankins. The exact same thing. Everyone was like, Logan Mankins, probably like a second, maybe a third round pick. They picked him at 32, and he was probably easily the best Patriots offensive lineman they've had in the last 20 years. I can't have Tony saying he's out on Pierre Strong when we just very clearly picked that in our mock draft. I'm not. No, I'm not out. I'm on. I'm deeply in on Pierre Strong. What I had, what was inexplicable to me was that they drafted two running backs back to back. That was odd. Third and fourth round, right? Or was it two fourth rounders? Whatever. They had needs everywhere. We're basically saying that because running backs take a little bit to develop in the system, Damian Harris is gone next year. Yep. 
if not this year at this point. And James White the trade. If if we're like having a bad year, which we're not, we're going undefeated. But That's but true. if in the rare instance we don't, I think he's gone week eight. He's not a midseason draft. You're not you're not trading your best running back midseason. Trust me. The thing if he gets but traded, he it's best? going to be like soon because there you have no cap space. They reportedly signed Cole Strange, but he doesn't even make that much money. The thing about Damian Harris is he probably doesn't even, if he makes $3 million this year, I'd be surprised. Somebody Google it. Uh, but there's definitely, he's not making that much money. He's your best running back, but Ramondre Stevenson, the only, thing, the only difference between Ramondre Stevenson and Damian Harris is fumbles. I think Ramondre Stevenson fumbled a few times. But it's the NFL. They're all going to get hurt. You need four running backs. But now you're talking about five or six. Through. You're talking about six. You've got... Two locks, your two, your two, uh, your two draft picks. Then you got James White, Ramondre Stevenson, and um, Damian Harris. Who are you going to cut out of there? Plus, you got Ty Montgomery and that other kid that was supposed to take over for James White that died from COVID, and nobody ever heard of again. JJ Taylor. Sm- he's too small. Yeah, seven yeah, guys. Well, he's, just, he's just not going to make the team. He'll be a practice. Yeah, he's done. Guy. He'll get cut. Is but then White going to? Ready? Is James White going to be ready? I mean, his hip wasn't on his body. He'll probably give him the PUP. He'll come back midseason. But then you got – so then you got four guys or five with Ty Montgomery at running back. Well, you just said he's cut. So, there. I mean yeah, – Ty's gone. I think Ty Montgomery – he has to be. Back. He's like Brandon King. No, By the not. way, he's – yeah, he's like a hybrid running back receiver. I mean, he's probably like – Special teamer at best. No, but he put he's, up some good numbers with the Packers and some with the Saints. He's a broke, he's a broke boy Cordero. He's a broke Cordero. That's what he is. He's like he, a doesn't, bigger, he doesn't have that speed, person. though. Cordero Patterson's got speed, got wheels. By the way, Damian, Damian Harris makes 965K. He might as well just be me. Like, I mean, what's he? That's nothing. No. You keep him on the team. Exactly. He makes nothing. And Damian then next Harris year you have Pierre Strong. 965K? Yeah. Yeah. And somebody's going to pay him probably $7 million next year to be the starting running back. It ain't going to be Bill. It's going to be sad because he's a good Patriot running back, but I don't know. I mean, they got, that's why they keep doing that. They always do that. They always draft like four guys, two running backs ahead of schedule. But um, I was, I, this draft was really uh, annoying just because they had so many needs, like, well, or at least perceived needs. You thought they needed linebackers. You thought you needed cornerbacks. You thought you needed wide receivers. And every time they picked one, like, they picked a guard. I was like, okay, we need a guard, definitely, because they trade Shaq Mason. I thought they'd get him in the fourth round. They get one in the first. I'm like, okay. I sell myself on it with what I just said. 99% of the time, they hit on an interior lineman. Then second round, a lot of good receivers left. And Kobe Dean's just sitting there. And then everyone, you know, Patriots need this linebacker. He's the best linebacker in the draft. Could have been top 10. Don't take him. Take a guy called Tyquan Thornton. Never heard of him. There's, like, fucking eight other receivers on the board that they could have took. Um... You know, but we're running, but we're we ran a four two four. I mean, that's fast. That's fast person. Yeah, they did that. So they took, they did. They went by like the Raiders' mode of drafting, where just it's picking speed. It's like Darius Hayward Bay all over again. Where they drafted just the fastest guy. They drafted the two fastest players in the league. I think Pierre Strong was the second yep. fastest guy. He was the, the, he was the fastest running back, and yeah. and Thornton was the fastest. And receiver. Marcus Jones was the fastest cornerback, right? So, yeah, I'm kind of in. I'm actually in on the speed thing because we are old. But yeah. it linebacker. Not really anymore. No, not anymore. Have... Not a draft. We're not. 
five linebackers that you could say are like draft picks. Like these Ronnie Perkins and, you know, the other guy from Michigan. Like we have guys that have been stashed away for like three years that we haven't seen. That you got are they good? Are they're virtually like draft picks to us because it's going to be brand new to us? Yeah, Anthony I agree. Jennings, I mean, it's like we have a bunch of like we have depth there, we just don't know what it is because we haven't been able to see it in three years. Yeah, they're basically I mean, sell, they're selling out on Cameron McGrone, um, Michigan and kid, and then Anthony, Anthony Jennings. They're selling the dude out. from the Browns, we got him, and Big Rock Wilson. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Mac Tony Wilson. Was sold on him. Tony was sold on him immediately after getting on YouTube. Yeah, I yeah I so was sold on him over over that. Chase Winovich. Yeah, I mean that guy's a bum. I don't know if I was sold on Mac Wilson as your starting inside linebacker, but I was definitely sold on him as an upgrade over Winovich. But then, I mean, you got no thumper. Your thumper is is uh, Bentley. Bentley. But like, I mean, I don't know. I remember watching Amperty in college, and he lit motherfuckers up. So if he's healthy, that's your. That's Dude, thump. a five-star at Alabama can thump guys from Vanderbilt like there's no tomorrow. That whole different ball game in the NFL. He couldn't find his fucking ass, his ass, in fucking his rookie year. What do you mean, Dante's says an Alabama guy laid the wood? Exactly. Yeah, but some guys translate, some don't. Well, that's what we're saying. Like you get two more years of just studying defense. Like may, everything gets slower, and then you get better. It's you got to unleash Uche. You have to unleash unleash fucking Perkins. I mean, you just got to be hell on. Hellfire, basically, with speed. You got those guys are lightning fast. Perkins, Uche, Jennings isn't fast, but Uche, um, you know, Perkins that, could that, be a problem. Raquan McMillan, talent. That yeah, well, what, see, Perkins, weed, like, but, well, I would say Perkins has an arrest under his belt. Like, he that he knows he knows what's going on. He's yeah. about that action. You know what I'm really? I get. They said the same thing about me coming out of Bridgewater. <laughs> <laughs> and look at you, look at you now yeah. having I mean, a, having a gin honest. and soda, enjoying life. Right, yeah, the road going. You know, Mac has a DUI. We're in good shape. I'm actually feeling. Your quarterback about- doesn't have a DUI. I don't want to even. Be, I don't even know you. Hey, listen, no. you know what? I don't know if we've talked about it yet, but maybe one of my most ex- uh, favorite signings the Patriots have made in a few years is Jabril Peppers at safety. That motherfucker good- is going to be elite. Oh yeah, that's another guy that like he's going to be hybrid. All these linebackers that aren't linebackers. That's we have your, linebacker that's safeties <laughs> left and right. You've got him. You've got him and him and Duggar. Honestly, that's your thumpers. Those and Phillips. Thumpers. Don't forget Phillips was a stud. But he's also small. Phillips like, last year at the, signed him at the end of the year. That's always a good sign. If you get signed in December, yeah. that means the Patriots love you. They love right. you, and that means the player loves playing there because you know he's good enough to go out and get more money. Yeah. Oh. And they're like, hey, oh. we're going to give you something decent now. Let's honestly, go. I'm not. I'm in on the defense. I'm, I'm in, in on the defense. I'm nervous at corner, obviously, but I think the the safety speed and like size is going to allow them to play like you know three downs, right. a lot of safeties. They're going right. to have eight safeties on the field at once. Sometime during the season, sometime during the season, you're going to have Duggar, Phillips, Peppers, and McCordy on the field at the same time, and everyone's going to be like, "What the fuck's happening?" I yeah, honestly that think that's going to be a lot. I don't think that's going to be like a rare thing. I think it's just they're just going to float the line, and then everybody's going to be like, guard someone. Just pick someone safeties. and guard. I'm nervous at corner because you got really – you got Jalen, uh, and he's like your top corner, and you got Malcolm Butler who hasn't played in a year, and then you've got 
other people you've never heard Jonathan of. Jonathan Jones is coming back. Jonathan Jones at the slot, but then he's not going to play outside. Then you got Sean Wade, a practice squad guy, or not? You know, who's the uh, who's the guy we got from Oakland? Oakland he developed last year. I think uh, you traded for. Him. I think you're making Sean Wade. You're thinking of right? Yeah, the dude who got a he's from Baltimore. First play. He literally concussed himself in practice, I think, his first practice. That's all right. And then uh, they drafted two guys, uh, Jack Jones from Arizona State, who looks like a uh, – he's like a J.C. Jackson also, type. Also has an arrest under his Bad belt. boy, yep. Thrown out of USC. We love that. Number one, I love that. I, I love a cornerback with swagger. And if you're thrown out of USC, you know you got it. And then I definitely um, think it was a gun charge, too, so I'm even no, more – No, was he like, he, like, he like went into a bank or a convenience store, broke in. <sighs> I don't think they had a gun. Huge arrest. That's bit. I honestly, Ring of Honor. We got two holes. Yeah. Already that give him a red happen. jacket. You give a guy a red jacket for breaking into a convenience store at night. It can happen from time to time. Yeah. You you know sure. who's keeping up with their fucking you know when what's registered where I don't know like come on. And if Pete Carroll was still the coach there, you never would have heard of it. Okay. No way. No way. He would have been a top ten pick. Reggie Bush probably told him to do that. Yeah. Um, and then you got Marcus Jones, who's like a. Th- Three-way player. Um, he's five foot eight, which is a problem, but he's basically a five foot eight Deion Sanders. He is like the greatest <laughs> kick returner in college history. A great defensive back, and he played offense at Houston. This kid, if if fucking whoever's calling the plays, if it's me calling the plays, that kid doesn't leave the field. Plays sixty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> he's playing always. I watched his highlights. For hours one night, I was like, "This fucking kid, he's going to be doing flea flickers." I'm all, I was all in on Marcus Jones, never leaving the field. I think he's our greatest weapon. I've been so locked in on the Patriots that, like, I, I mean, on the Celtics that I haven't really paid attention much to like what's been going on with the Patriots. It, but it just help, it helps me sleep at night knowing that Tony's got Tony's- six round draft picks. He's seen every YouTube clip that's ever been put out about them. I watched. Know, like, I, I watched. Go to bed at night I watch highlight film. Of our undrafted players. I'm like, this kid is going to be it. We had an electric four-day four day stretch where we had De'Eric King on our team. And I was convinced we might run a two-QB set. We might <laughs> run the first He couldn't even get through. He, I don't even think he made it to OTAs. They're like, he you just stink. Make, he got cut two days before OTAs. He must have, like, I don't know what he did. Hit on Linda. Yeah. Tyler, I mean, Tyler was going to every single Celtics game, living large. And then I think... I was watching the NBA Finals, which is when I start watching the Celtics, is during the NBA Finals. And I, I, start, I think I started watching one game, and I was like, then I just had a thought in my head about Christian Barmore or something, and I just tweeted out. And I was like, we're in, like, game seven of the oh, Finals, and Tony's just funny. tweeting about Christian Barmore. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've never By been. By the way, who, who also might win MVP in the whole, whole NFL this year, because he's just the best. I really want. He, I I to, forget about how good he is. He's gonna be like Haloti Nada for like fucking three or four. Years. Three better. years ago, like after Brady left, I swore off jerseys. I already bought a Duggar one, and I'm like inching closer to a Barmore. I I might be a two jersey guy, like depending on what I feel like doing. I might get the throwback fucking well, Barmore. Going to a game this year. It's definitely a jersey game this year. I'm wearing my Judon jersey, and maybe just my Judon jersey. You have to go in, in Las jersey. Vegas. The boys, when the boys show up in 204, we're full. We're in full uni. If I can put on a I'm helmet, I have a helmet on. I'm in Boston in September, so we're, we're at least doing a live pod. At least a live Podden, pod. We are podding from the stadium, as well as I'm going to bring the gear to Vegas. The boys are going to be podding from Vegas. 
Ty, are you in on Vegas? We haven't heard. Am I in? in Vegas? What do you mean you're not in on Vegas? Where, where are these funds coming from? Breaking I, moves. Breaking like, moves. What do you mean? You, you dog, just maybe. work the U.S. Open. You say, say yeah, exactly. That. Use that U.S. Open money. I'm, I'm going to have to find a lawyer to get me out of the situation. There's no way you're getting paid. On Sunday. Did you even give him a W-2 form? There's no way you're getting paid. Whatever you get, I gave I gave a guy a void a check, but I'm not even sure he worked. Void a check, he filled it out. <laughs> he paid himself. You paid him. Yeah, I definitely. Lost I think he's going to direct deposit it. Yeah. You're in your mind. It was like, a whole situation. He, he gave him his race. information. Yeah. Just chaos enough where like I might be able to get away with it, but we'll see. Did you give him like? Did you give him your social and like it like and like your credit card number? I don't understand. Well, he said he had an uncle that needed a surgery, so I figured. <laughs> the Nigerian prince. I'm so happy I didn't do that. I had a nice Father's Day red wine drunk going at my dad's house. Ah, what a day. I got oh, yeah. so oh, tournament. fucking tournament. banged up Friday night. The boys were like, you got to come. Like, so my friend moved to Beverly, I don't know, years ago. And he's like, I know you guys never leave Saugus, but maybe you should come up. We'll have scotch and, and cigars. And Friday was nice, so I did beers a little early by the pool, and then we drove up there at like eight at night. Got Who's there, cool? my buddies. I went to my buddies' oh, pool, okay. and then um, so I bring my beer. We all bring a bottle of scotch. We all bring a bottle of scotch, six of us. So we're like, "Fuck it, let's go." And so we all went up. I bring a fucking bottle of scotch that has appreciated to three hundred dollars. Back when I used to uh, collect it, you know, I got it for like sixty bucks. Now it's four almost. You know, 320 bucks. So I'm like, let's drink it. I get to pounding it. And then all of a sudden, it's about 9.30. I'm like, fuck, I'm really drunk. And then it hit me really <laughs> fast. My friend made a charcuterie board of, like, prosciutto and tomatoes. And I'm like, I'm just going to eat all this and hope for the best. And then um, ate all that, continued drinking. Had no fucking... I was like, I, scotch and whiskey, I'm pretty profound at drinking at. I can handle it pretty good. And, um, you know, I had full intents of driving home that night. And I was like, I can't, I literally, I, you know how fucking drunk I have to be to be like, I'm not driving. <laughs> this literally, there's like a one in 1 million chance that I'm like, I can't drive. And that was the night I did it. So our, my friend calls an Uber and I'm hammered in the backseat. I had to make the, the Uber man pull over so I could throw up on the no. highway. <laughs> I'm fucking I was I'm fucking so out on you. Dude, I was oh fucking seconds from puking in his Subaru. He was—he didn't fucking let me. I was on 95 puking my guts out as fucking Mack trucks are whizzing by my skull. I'm lucky I'm not decapitated. This is good preseason. This is good preseason workout. It was a mess. Honestly, I fucking, I got out at my friend's house on Queer Street. No idea where I was. He's like, Tony, they're going to your house. Like, go back in the car. Threw me in. He lives maybe two blocks from my house. I fell asleep in the car. The guy had to wake me up. I'm like, ah, Jesus Christ, what a mess I am. Get inside. It's like 12. It was midnight. I was in fucking full college blackout. I just went upstairs, (laughs) fell asleep in my clothes, woke up. Because Saturday, I wake up early with the kids. I slept for like four hours. Oh, my God. That worst hangover I had in years. I was going to put together a gazebo. The boxes just sat there taunting me. I had nothing. Nothing. <laughs> this is great. This this is a good time. Yeah. So wait, it was just you guys. It was just like you and five buddies. That's it. The squad. We were on the deck having cigars, drinking scotch. 
Evan Prosciutto. The reaction and honestly, I think it was the prosciutto that made me throw up. <laughs> <laughs> what was the reaction when you when you went into bed, like throwback to Syracuse days? Oh, lucky I had already thrown up, so I didn't start spinning. I was fucking so. <laughs> The spins, the spins were out the window because I was already puking. All I remember was shutting my eyes in the back of the Uber and being like, you got to pull over. Either I said that or somebody <laughs> somehow knew it because I fucking don't know where I was on earth. But I was like, if you pull over right now, I'm going to crawl out of this car and get ran over or just I'm going to throw up out the door. I, I do enjoy this. <laughs> this is a zero good. star review. 100%. That's huge. Though. That's really. But you can't start pulling scotch out for a tailgate. You hear what I'm up no. there in September? We're drinking NASCAR beers, boys. Hardest I ever go, the hardest liquor I ever go at a at a at a at a Patriots game is a is the pregame McGillicuddy's or Fireball. That's about it. You guys, the Fireball. I mean, it's just it's just gotta end. Go why? It's what the boys do. That's how the boys get fired yeah, that's up. That's old school. That's old school. They've been doing that since they were eighteen. They love the Fireball. I like Fireball and great yeah, McGillicuddy's. I think that's a big, big Frank thing. That's uncle. That's an Uncle Frank thing. Pull oh, he doesn't like that fireball. Shit. No way, man. No, I love the fire. That's the number one tailgate drink. You you drink that and then a beer. Drink that, then a beer. Drink that's that, then a beer. You just get the voice going. You, you've never been to a real college tailgate. That's just tough. That's a tough move out of y'all. Tough scene. Yeah, you mix in a nice red wine and you call it a day. <laughs> Tyler comes with his stemware. He's he's coming in. He's got a nice glass of Chardonnay. He's gonna enjoy himself. <laughs> Yeah, gotta glass it up. Listen, boys. I only drink wine when I'm on when I'm on Italy time. Okay. Andiamo. Yeah, yeah, you were there not long ago. Two weeks, three weeks. Oh, I don't know. It's longer than that now. Probably about seven weeks, eight weeks. But allegedly, can't get it out of my head, man. Can't get it out of my head. That's huge. If you That's guys sick. have watched my uh, Instagram, my Instagram, I had the the top Instagram of the year. Up on up on the quarry of Italy. I don't know if I brought that story up, but I went to a, um obviously not because we haven't podcasted since then. But I went to a place called Forta di Marmi, which is the the fort of marble, right? And this whole place is like I don't know. They consider it like the Beverly Hills of Italy, right? And it's uh we were at the bottom of this mountain range, and uh, at the top of it, it looks like snow. It's not that high up, but probably I don't know. 2,000 feet, something like that, 3,000 feet. At the bottom, you look up at the top, you're like, I can't believe there's snow up there. It's not that high. And it's a fucking literally all marble cut out of the side of this giant uh, mountain. Oh, jeez. Or was it snow? No, it's snow. It's, I mean, it's, it's oh, fucking it is marble. Snow too? I just confused. You confused me. I'm, I'm not Wait, smart. Is it you're... snow or is it marble? <laughs> no, it's marble. It looks like snow from the ground, but when, you're all, when you get all the way up, it's fucking blocks of marble and th- in the mountain that they're cutting out of it. It's bright white. And I went all the way up to the quarry. You have to go up this serpentine route up the side of this mountain, holding on for dear life. I was in, again, another car sick story. So they take you up in this van, and they're like these fucking Italian vans, which are like bench seats that face each other. And I'm the youngest one there. Nobody wants to face backwards, so I'm like, fuck it, I'll do it. And I tell you, fucking going up this mountain, there's a guy, will t- people tailgate you going 80, and you're like going... I mean, there's a truck coming down the other way with a 50,000-pound block of stone in the back. This is a one-lane road, and it's a death wish. I mean, these fucking cars must roll off this fucking hill every day. We get to the top and spend the day at the quarry. Ah, 
out of this world experience. We watched them cut the fucking stones out of there. All your Gavone counter countertops, how they cut them out and make them. It was pretty good. And they had a lady up there because like people just live up on the quarry because it's so fucking dangerous to get there. She made it made us pasta, homemade sauce. Oh, it's the best, best you ever had. Minkia, peppers. Oh yeah, good gravy. A good gravy up there. I mean, the whole place was just terrific. But then you know, did a lot of stone, looking at stone, but pretty interesting stuff. Uh, I enjoyed my time there. I ate a lot of seafood, things I would never eat because I hate seafood. But it was I dominated it while I was there. I had some stuff called scampo. You ever heard of scampo? It's basically Mediterranean lobster. I ate a metric. I live in the south. I have yeah. not heard of scampo. Yeah, I, I literally had a metric ton of it. It just kept coming. And I was like, I, there, I didn't order one thing while I was there. It just food was ordered for me. And I just kept eating whatever it was. I had to keep asking. And this scampo just kept coming up. It's basically Mediterranean lobster, kind of like, it's much smaller than a lobster, but it looks like fucking shrimp lobster mix combined. I had so much of that. Delicious. Sounds though, like, but I would never order it at home. I'm a burger good. guy. Just give me a burger and a beer, and I'm good. Hey, you get me a nice piece of stone for my countertop. Let's get let's get down gra- to brass. I could have grabbed you some. I could have grabbed you some while I was over Italia way. You get a piece for me. I need a nice new piece. I gotta I gotta put a new counter. No, but you want to talk about a nice daddy moment? By the way, you, you yeah, just brought up it. a nice daddy moment. So my 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 daughter loves. She thinks you know because I do stone and masonry. Sometimes she'll just bring home a, a rock from school and say to bring it to my office for work. So. You know, she's a little cute and sweet. So I hurry uh, yes. it really so is. I literally ripped a piece of marble out of this Italian quarry at the top of the mountain. <laughs> it's probably the size of my fist, and I brought it home for her as a treat. Unbelievable. What, what a, a dad move. What a move. Good for you're good. You're good. Santa Thank doesn't you. Santa came her way. Yeah, she was fucking amped on it. Now it just sits on her counter, but she loved it when I, I love, got home. I do love Ari. Even though your other daughter uh we're not really on a first name basis because I seem to forget it frequently. Right. But she's Sabrina. She yes, she's unforgettable she because it. she is literally psychotic, a psychotic human. She ruins everything. She's <laughs> my son was like this, but she's ten times worse. She climbs on everything, destroys shit on purpose, and thinks it's hilarious. Tries to kill her. <laughs> tries to kill she's herself not- three, four times a day. I. You have to keep constant eye on her or she's going to die. It's out of control. So we have this little, um, it's like a Super Mario, like, toys. And for some reason, like, Yoshi comes with, like, Yoshi eggs. And these eggs are hard plastic. You couldn't crush it with anything, right? It's like you could hit it with a hammer. It might smash into pieces. It would never, it would never like, dent or, like, you couldn't bite it, right? And I just look over to the other night, and she put it in her mouth. I'm like, fuck. And I like, if I made any sudden move, she was going to like, if she ever gets caught being fresh, she laughs and runs away. So I'm like, don't make a sudden move. And I get the last, <laughs> she's like a lion. At the, like the last second, she saw me and laughed and started running away. And I fucking threw everything, dove, gave her death clamp, fucking death clamp, back of the neck <laughs> death clamp. And I fucking had her down on face down on the beanie chair I have down here. And I couldn't see. I'm like, where the fuck is it? Where is it? And I'm digging in her throat. Like, I'm, like, with my other hand, digging in her. Like, I'm fucking pulling hay out of a potato sack. I'm, like, trying, where the fuck is it? And it just, it just fucking dribbles off of the thing onto the floor and just tick, 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 tick onto the floor. I'm, like, Jesus fucking Christ. And she does, she does that four times a day. 
Unbelievable. These, these, are the, these are the moments I have to deal with in my life. And, I, and I'm with her only like two hours a day, so my wife must do it even more. She probably just listens to Annie. It's probably just completely different. Different child. There's nothing to say. But she just wanted to run out. She's like, I'm going to choke on this. And just ran, ran away. Psychotic wave. <laughs> commercial. Can we talk about that commercial. photo you just sent? I know we don't have a lot of time left on the pod, and we've talked about you. literally nothing. But can we talk about your father having that, that photo? So Kenneth had sent us a photo uh, previously, and I think he has it in his bathroom for whatever reason, but it's a 8 by 10 of his dad in Sears and definitely the mid 80s maybe early 80s with shorts that are a four inch inseam and a, a party like literally a Tony Montana like cocaine shirt and uh, he's just chilling and he's on his on his sitting on laying on his side like posing like literally he's doing a like a playgirl interview and I need to know why this picture was taken and why it exists because I, my, my mother made him take that Teresa it's like a pre-wedding thing it's like a wedding pic it's like is it you know really? how the I think you know your mom's out of her mind. You, you know how the wife will like take pictures before, the, like after, like lingerie pictures and shit. I oh, think that's what Christ. I think that's what this was of my dad. I'm, I'm fairly certain that's like what like this if was. when they went away to war, they had those photos. Yeah, they have like made. I think that's what we had going on there. That's a boudoir photo, as they say in the business. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm fairly certain that's what that was. I'll have to get the story. From I mean, Teresa. it does have a certain sex appeal to it. If I, I, mean, I would. Yeah. If you would, if you would act, if you would like blur your dad's face on that, I, I'd, I'd love it if you would tweet that out to the world under the Malcolm Go podcast. Would it's kind of funny because you, Tony, was like joking around, like, "Oh, that's Kevin Costner," and I was like, and then later on, he was like, "How about that picture of KP's dad?" I was like, "Wait, but like the picture of Kevin Costner, like it's we're just like Kevin Costner, KP's dad." Like, what are There's we doing? There's been many like, times, it's, Tony, it's, when we went to when we went to Jamaica when we were young. My yeah. dad's next to Eddie George. And the flight attendant kept calling my dad Kevin Costner. Yeah. Kept calling him. He thought Eddie George and Kevin Costner were just going to Jamaica together. You think you? I got to say that your dad in the '80s and early '90s, before he met my aunt, must have absolutely slayed because he I looked mean, like literally like Kevin Costner. Yeah, he did. I mean, you should hear the fucking stories that I know. They're yeah, unbelievable. Slayed. Unbelievable things are going on. I don't know how a Malden girl snatched him up. I'm gonna be honest with you. I mean, it's I mean. Okay. Aren't we all afraid of his mother? Yeah, but back then, did you see, like, she was just a young, young, bald and trash, and then he was just a hillbilly from Arkansas, you know? Match made in heaven, baby. No, like, she was just a Chocolo girl at that point. That's right. We love that. We love that's a match made in heaven. Boy, 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 oh boy, is it ever, my dad. Country ass and her. The tattoo's the best part. Just the, I couldn't the see razor. it in the glare, but I do love it. I do. I've seen it in person. It is great. It's just a huge razorback on his calf, Ty. That's a big. Ra- <laughs> he loves the razor, but it's but it's like a 1980s razorback. Like the, it's all faded. It's the best. The you lines are, are all fucked up. You he was perfectly get, Arkansas he told me, trash. He said, "I want to get it redone, but that shit hurts." So he did, he's not doing it. it hurts on your calf. He's a, I mean, uh, it's been years. Back when he got, I'm fairly certain if they I'm did not, that with a pin and a hammer, like fucking Moana. They did, they did that old school in the '80s. My I, grandfather has tattoos. Your grandfather too, KP, yeah, all over his arms. Like literally, they used to do with like, uh, like ballpoint pens, and then just hammer it into them. 100 percent did it yeah. in Korea or whatever, like in the firehouse. Yeah, I no, think you so. can't make a fucking thing out. It's just black blobs no. all over his I'm arms. 
I'm fairly certain dad got his in the Middle East. Like, I'm not, I'm not 100% that's, I, I want to say he told me he got that in the Middle East. 100% like, got AIDS that day. 110%. No, I mean, you think they were yeah. changing needles out? I don't even think that, no, they weren't changing any needles out. I think they might not even had AIDS. HIV when he was Middle East. <laughs> They're still using that needle. What are you talking about? They might not have had HIV by then. So you're probably in the clear. Anyway, is there anything else to talk about other than Peaky Blinders? You guys watch it, please, so we can have a discussion. I, 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 I'm a Yellowstone guy. Kevin Costner. This is all coming back somehow. <laughs> Yellowstone. Yellowstone's whatever. Imagine that there's someone still listening to this. Like, I feel no, like I could have been listening right to it. Now. I, I used, have I used to listen to all of them, and I don't think I can do this one. I think this would be <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Yeah. All right, fuck it. Hey, um... Tyler, how do I get into the Stackpole Basketball League? Because I don't like that you play in a basketball league within a baseball's toss from my house, and I can't get in there and start fucking posting up. I don't think you realize what type of problem I am on the basketball court. You've never seen me in the paint, kid. I'll be fucking in the paint. I throw elbows, too. I'd be thrown out of every game. There are no referees. You do feel like you might set a good screen. I do get get that vibe off you. You're a good screener. I'm all chest. I I lean into him. Like fucking... Story about something that happened to me in a men's league baseball game, like a real baseball game. Like we're in uniforms, and I come up to hit, and they bring in this dude that's pitched in the World Series. His name's Asher Tolliver, and I was like, oh, "All right, I'm about to take this guy deep." First pitch, ninety three. I was like, "All right, this is men's league. Like, on what are we back, doing here?" On the black. Yeah, just immediately struck me out. Three pitches, but like we're doing men's league. Like everyone else is lobbing, and this guy comes in here, fucking juicing ninety two, ninety three. Like we get it. We get. Yeah. Anyways, I interrupted. You remember that dude that played for the uh, Oakland A's? He was like a big hitter, and he was kind of a drunk. Mark McGuire. Getting, like, Jose Canseco. No, no, no. This is probably like 2006. And then he ended up leaving the A's, yeah. and he played softball. He played men's league softball. And there was just videos coming out every week of him hitting bombs. Yeah, okay, well, speaking of the USA Men's League softball, the coach was in the military with my dad. His name's Pup Dog. There you go. There's, a, <laughs> there's, there's, my, there's my reach. And that's also a DJ from Jammin' 94.5, if that still exists. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just had to tell you, I mean, I have reach. I know people at a wedding in, um, at a wedding in New Hampshire here soon. I'm just, I'm well-versed. I was married in New Hampshire. That's interesting. I was there. Interesting was there. enough. Yeah. All right, too. let's wrap this up. All right, fucking uh, wrap it up, Ty. This has been boring listen, enough. All right, I anyway. If you me, listen to this point, uh, you deserve red. Say I will the give, word red. I, just tweet at me because I will personally donate you $5. <laughs> I'm in. Because there's no possible way. If you today. made it this I far, no I will give you $5. 110%. My red box fight on Twitter? No. What do you What do you mean you're fighting with Redbox? Are those the things you like bought DVDs from? I I made a comment about them. I all I said was because uh, of this happening yesterday. I said I just witnessed someone using Redbox. Their <laughs> life can't be going well. Redbox. The can't Redbox imagine. Twitter started coming at me. Like maybe <laughs> they just wanted to watch a video. I said maybe it's time for you to shut up, Redbox. No one asks you, <laughs> and they're like. Oh, okay, whatever. Like, super, like, <laughs> passive-aggressive. And then I sent a, a picture of a, a a blockbuster that went on a video. And I said, you're next. Yeah. <laughs> really? It's just... I thought... 
I didn't. I wasn't ready for this fight, but I, I got into it. So okay, yeah, that, that reminds me of the fight I got into the, the University of Phoenix. I, I forget. <laughs> I, <laughs> this was literally like twenty years ago. This is I've maybe never... my first day on Twitter. My first day on Twitter fight. I've never heard this story. No, I made a joke about like, I don't know, like what's their shitty, I, like what's their shitty mascot or something stupid. Like how could they have a football field and even have a mascot or a team or a campus? And they came at me with like all these facts. I'm like, I can't relax. You know, my um, my my favorite. Uh, I wish I could tell you the story because I don't really remember it, but I just remember it was a University of Phoenix that literally. The fucking blue check mark fired back at me <laughs> with ferocity. So the best one was um, was when I, I I tweeted about and it didn't at mention anybody, but it was about um you know that song Love That Dirty Water whatever by the Standells or whatever. I I wrote a whole thing about how like how Boston teams like all love it and it's like become like a Boston anthem. And I looked up the Standells and they were from like Oakland and never had any connection to Boston. Whatever, and I was like, "This is kind of bullshit." So I just tweeted it. It got like maybe one or two likes, and I'm not even joking. Like five or six months later, somebody slid into my DMs responding to that tweet. I was like, "Well, fuck you." Actually, we have tons of uh, tons of fans in Boston. We spend a lot of time in Boston. We're known for Boston. We love the city. And I'm like, "What the fuck?" I click on it. It's like fucking six in the morning. It's the fucking lead singer of the no Standells. Way. Yeah, <laughs> came at me like six months after I tweeted that. That's unbelievable. Although, Tony, you are a problem on Twitter. A problem. Well, if you want to talk, I just, why? Because I tweet so much? But I don't know. I I mean, I I think this year our goal should be, we should be able, we should put Lazar, Lizard, we should put him in a fucking body bag. Edwin Lazard? He's all right. My whole goal is, I want to be blocked on the Malcolm Go Twitter. That's my goal. Everyone's blocked. What do you think? What are your thoughts about putting this podcast behind that Patreon paywall, tricking people to think <laughs> it's good? I can't get so people. Worse. I can't pe- get people to be one dollar a month patrons. Do you think they're going to pay for a podcast? Exactly. This this this, this, this podcast is, the is so bad. It it's, it's like a good bit. It just belongs. Put it behind <laughs> what the is paywall. That, what is that <laughs> weird movie? What is that movie with like it has all like the fa- like Seth Rogen and all the fucking people? What it, this is the like end. The world yeah, oh, that movie's is. perfect. Yeah. This is this, that's what this podcast. This is. sounds this this sounds exactly like my conversation during the Scotch night the other night. <laughs> Except for those were far more educational than what the fuck's going on here. Probably. All right, lads, it's bedtime. If you're listening still, you earned yourself five dollars, and you do still have to subscribe to the Patreon. Patreon.com/slash Malcolm Go Podcast. You know, I got three tiers there. We're talking $1 a month. We're talking $5 a month. We're talking $12 a month. We can get you some free merch, some koozies, some stickers. I mean, I got good friends out there, great friends that I've gone to war with, bled with, that still haven't subscribed to my Patreon. And that says something about their character, I'll be honest. And you can follow us on Twitter, of course, at MalcolmGoPod, at uh, Brady Disciple. You can call us, email us at uh, MalcolmGoPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, of course, we've got the Discord that's always open for the fans and the friends for uh, chatter, enjoyable chatter throughout the offseason, especially during the season gets wild. It's Discord.com slash MalcolmGoPodcast, I think. I'm, I'm sure hey, you can find Venmo it. My is Tyler Trainer 2 Feel free to just, you know, if you want to cut Tony and JP out, you can get me right in. Get, go Let's right just- Right to the source. You don't have to give him any get, money. The kid, needs, 
the kid needs some fault. car repairs. Let's not let's not forget that Tony has to buy a Hyundai tomorrow. So that pro, that Patreon is open. It is open. <laughs> Don't buy the Hyundai. Buy your fucking car and then sell it. You'll make seven grand. I'm not gonna make seven grand. Your math is way off on this one. I'm doing it with Nina's Honda. It's an automatic. You're out of your oh, element, Donnie. You're out of your element. How about that? I just saw your car. Like last time I saw it, there was a tow truck behind it. I just don't know that you're the one. Yeah, uh, that's that's my car. I'm in a, I'm in a different <laughs> spot. <laughs> you got the lights on. All right. Anyway, we're having a fun time with that picture. Damn it! <laughs> Until then, go Pats and KP. Send out that photo so all the Malcolm Goers can enjoy. <laughs> Here, I'll send At least on the Discord. Attach- At least on the Discord for the boys. Attach it, to the, attach it to the tweet on the Twitter. Attach the picture. I'm not attaching any. Okay. I get. No, I don't want to. I feel bad. This podcast better be behind a paywall. It's going behind it's a paywall. Belongs. This is a paywall. <laughs> All right, boys. This paywall material. We love it. I'll see you. Go, Go Pats. Bye, fellas. This is a Pats podcast. No, no, it's really not. It couldn't be. It couldn't be less of a Patriots podcast. I, I don't understand. I'm still talking and blabbing about went for an hour and 10 minutes about nothing. Like how does earth just continues to spin and we're just here talking about nothing, wasting our lives. We spoke for an hour and 10 minutes about nothing. Not one interesting fact came out of three mouths. I am so blown away by that. Well, I don't know. I don't know how these good podcasters do things, but I know that we did an hour and 11 minutes, and you guys are going to have to pay for this podcast, boys. So join the Patreon. Join the uh, Discord. Follow us on Twitter. We love it. Do your job. All right, don't try to make too much out of it. Just do your job. Stack receivers two to the right. Russell Wilson extends the hands he has. Uh-huh. Wilson, quick throw. And it's good. Intercepted. Intercepted to Malcolm Butler. Butler has it at the one. Malcolm Butler. And Warner goes back to throw. And here's the play by Mike Ray.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.